Hi, and welcome back to another episode of this. Uh, this is episode number 14, and I've got the honour and privilege of being joined by James Osborne, who's a special guest on this week's episode. Um, James will be talking to me about everything recruitment, I suppose. Um, worked very closely with James at the Recruitment Network, an unbelievable help for the last you know, year or so now. Someone that, you know, I've, I speak to on a regular basis, and you know, the insight of the industry will be... Uh, next to nothing with James on. So, uh, James, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, well, I think you've done a great job. So thank you very much for your kind words. So, um, so I've been in the recruitment sector for most of my life, um, post spending a period of my life running around the world, teaching scuba diving and sailing, which is great fun, nice. uh, which is why I've maintained the big crazy hair. Um, so I've been in recruitment for most of my life, did a lot of work in Australia. And then for the last 16, 17 years, I've been acting as an advisor to the recruitment sector. And then I chair the um, Recruitment Network, which is a big global community for recruitment leaders all working together, collaborating and sharing best practice and, and helping each other move through these extraordinary times that we're in. At the of course, moment. of course. Might be good times when they're here. I bet that's a good subject to start on then, I'm, I'm afraid, James. I'm sure you've gone over this many, many times. But how, how have you kind of you know, seen the industry develop over the last six months, not develop? Where have you seen it going? And if you could sum it up into a, you know, a, a short sentence paragraph how can you uh yeah shed some light on the industry yeah well i think the industry has been exposed i think companies have been exposed to the good ones and the bad ones and i think you're absolutely right you use the word develop i think the industry has developed massively over the course of the last six months our backs have been against the wall and it's forced us to do so i think it's really really exciting i think the you know you can't get away from the fact that any global pandemic is challenging and difficult and a downturn is tough but it creates massive amounts of opportunities for those recruitment companies and recruiters who want to go for it. And I think this is the time to go for it. So I'm really excited about it. I had a, um, someone on the podcast recently, it was uh, Rob from Harrington Star in New York. And he said to me, I said to him, like, you know, how have you seen things change? What's the problems? He said, nothing, has, absolutely nothing has changed for them. You know, and I was a bit confused by the answer, but it's he's, he's kind of true in a sense. And I wonder if you agree, you know, nothing has changed. We're just, just everyone's still got the same ambitions, the same goals and the same drive to do what they wanted to do before. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think things have changed. I think they come on a little bit. I think things have been fast tracked, definitely. I think a lot of the ideas a lot of recruitment companies had about what they wanted their businesses to be and be able to do, they've sort of been forced to do them now in a good way, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, I think it's changed the market shifting without doubts. So we're, we're far more of a BD sales led market than ever before. So recruiters who aren't very good at selling are finding it a little bit tough right now. Uh, recruiters who said they were very good at selling and aren't are being exposed right now. Yeah. Um, and organizations who don't have a sales model or structure in their businesses are having to change their, their organizational structures to make it work. But you know, there's evolution of the industry that's fast track, but yeah, I, I suppose it's, is it business as usual? You can't really say that. Um, but it's definitely a lot of the core principles and the, and the journeys that recruitment, recruitment companies are on still happening. Definitely, definitely. So obviously with your support from the Recruitment Network, you know, throughout everything and before that and moving forward, you know, it's been fantastic for us and, you know, for the, from a business owner set, a sense and which is obviously helping us develop, you know, our staff as well. And what would you say to the recruiters out there that are, you know, listening to this who are, whether they've just started out in recruitment, looking to progress in recruitment, you know, how would you say for them to see the industry right now as it is and, you know, in their businesses and is there anything you would advise them or, or suggest to them at all? 
Yeah, the, the, the number one thing for all recruiters out there is to have a bit more pride in our industry and who we are and what we do. Yeah. You know, I, I've been talking about this for years now. We all talk about this, but, you know, we, we, we as an industry make a massive difference. Think about coming out of a downturn. Where the global economic downturn that we're in the moment, you're going to come out of it because of recruiters and because of the employment industry. We're massively important. So we need to take a lot more pride in who we are and what we do. More pride in, in the way that we pitch to customers, where we talk to customers, um, the types of products that we're taking to our customers. You know, we've got to stop. We're not suppliers. We're partners. Yeah. And I think people need to realize that. We've got to stop trying to sneak our way around gatekeepers and all that sort of rubbish and think about let's just embrace and partner with our, com- our customers' models. Um, so I, I think this is, you know, my, my number one, well, my number one hope that comes out of COVID in particular, but certainly my number one bit of advice for anyone in working in recruitment, in fact, any industry, is just have a bit of pride in what it is that you do. Sing it from the rooftops. Be proud about what you yeah. do. Charge accordingly for it. You know, our margins are still being squeezed, which is ridiculous. Um, you know, do more retain work. Do more partnership agreements, less contingent type of stuff. Um, and just remind the world that what we do is significantly important. And it's because of us, not all not completely because of us but a big chunk of what we do will help us get out of this global downturn that we're in without doubt definitely definitely and there's always this help out there i mean you guys have launched the uh, the talent platform right um yeah. which has been a massive help to a lot of recruiters on there and we've spoken to people on there and i'm sure there's a lots of other recruitment businesses that have been able to have access to it but um the idea i'm assuming behind it is you know is to is to help those who i say can't be helped or want more help over and above what they've already got um, yeah, I mean, when we set the recruitment network up, and this is a message for any, a lesson, I think, for any business owner, is that we, we sat around the room four and a half years ago and said, like, what are our values? What's our purpose? What are we about? And we wrote them down. We put them, put them into nice posters. We stuck them on the wall. And then when COVID kicked in, we made it very clear that what's the point of waking up today in a downturn and ignoring your values at a time when you should be really showing up? So we made a decision there and then, as you know, to you know, we offered our services for free um, for a six-month period over COVID. And I'm not trying to be masters about it. We're not trying to be clever in that type of stuff. We just think, actually, it's the right thing to do. This is I, I love times like this because people come together. They really do embrace that and come together. So we just figured that if the more people we can support, there's a long game, of course. You know, we're going to grow. We have grown membership and all sorts of good stuff, which is great. But ultimately, we've made a massive difference to a lot of people, and I feel really proud about that. Yeah, what my team had done. So then we thought, when you know, there's going to be mass redundancies out there, as you know, as you know, you know, from people being leaving recruitment companies. So why not create a free job platform, um, which you guys support, which is great, and just and that just to me demonstrates the value of, of an organisation like yours. We're saying, well, you're sort of theoretically in competition almost, but yeah, you're willing to support it. It's brilliant. Yeah, and you know yeah. you're not, and so. You know, from that point of view, why not offer free rec-to-rec support for people at a time when they need it, when people come get it? So it just makes sense. And the more we come together as an industry, the more we come together as individuals, the more we can do, the more change that we can create, and the quicker we can get out the other side of this in a better, into a better place. So definitely, I'm convinced about it. So you see everything from above, right? You speak to a lot of the business owners out there. Um, a lot of the recruiters that are potentially listening to this on my network may be you know, working for a lot of those businesses. Um, I know we're sort of shifting away from, from you know, the subject of, of everything that's happening at the minute, but what would you... What's your you know, advice, suggestion to, to recruiters who want to do very well in their current companies, you know, especially in hard times like this? How can they stand out? How can they actually move forward and, 
you know, at the minute, I don't think a lot of them can see, uh, you know, their progression and a, a light at the end of the tunnel in some instances. You know, what would you say to those people? Well, this, this is going to pass. This is, this is a cycle we're in. We're at another part of the cycle. It's, it's a blip, pretty horrible blip. But it's a blip. It will pass and we'll come out the other side. We're already coming out the other side as far as I'm concerned and, and a lot of parts of the economy and lots of part of the industry. So when you're in this time, this is when you need to dig as deep as possible um, and really show up and show and demonstrate your true worth and your true value. And right now, we need good people who are willing to go and engage properly um, from a sales point of view, go out and win good business, yeah. demonstrate and penetrate into customers, demonstrate they can have proper, empathetic, authentic conversations with customers, um, and go out there and do a, just like a damn good job. Not a half job, not a quarter job, but a proper job right now. And, and I think, you know, the industry... Companies will be known for what they did and didn't do over this period. The industry itself will be known for what it did and didn't do in this period. And I think, yep. you know, recruiters now have a chance to really stand out, like really stand out. So if you if you want to be at the top of your game and you want to come out of this in the top of your league table in your recruitment company or in the league table across recruiters, now is the time to do it because it's the best opportunity you will ever have to yep. do that, without doubt. And you guys at TRN, you know, you've got a lot of platforms to support people like this, you know, which a lot of my staff here use, you know, themselves and the leadership talent platforms. I mean, what can you guys, I mean, for anyone listening, you know, is there other access to stuff that they can use and get involved with to help them develop? Is there something that, yeah. you know, the TRN are offering at that? Yeah, yeah. So we still offer a free part of the recruitment networks of TRN World. So that's still free to sign up and you can access a load of content on that. We put content out every single day. Um, but you know, I, I'll be honest with you. There is so much good stuff out there. I mean, one of the great things, almost too, almost too much sometimes. The one of the great things about this, that everyone's been putting content out, sharing ideas, talking about different ways of doing stuff. So, you know, this is a time to be learning. And I've, I've, I've been serious. I've never read so many books in my entire life as I had over the last six, seven months. It's madness, you know. And you think like, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I definitely don't know it all. I absolutely don't know it all. But you know, I'm learning stuff that I thought I knew about. I just didn't know about at all, and different ways of doing things, and different ideas, and ideas that we sort of looked at three or four years ago. We thought like that's a crazy idea. Who would do that? And you go, oh, maybe that's a damn good idea. Maybe we should be doing that type of stuff. And I think this is cool. And I think this is, you know, people talk about this is a different time. It's a weird time. This is this is an amazing opportunity for evolution. Amazing opportunity. If you embrace it, you can create anything you want right now. I mean, some of the some of the wins our members of TRN are getting at the moment, the new business, new opportunities, types of contracts, and some of the stuff that we've talked about, it's brilliant business. The business they wouldn't even have had 12 months ago. Um, so because of COVID, that's happening. They're embracing it. That's going to become their new way of working. I think recruitment companies are going to be far more profitable coming out of this than they were coming into this. And I think, therefore, recruiters will be the same. So short answer, because I'm not very good at answering in the short Short <laughs> answer is, is just go and learn like, like as much as you can, but don't just learn about recruitment techniques and recruitment sales techniques. Go and look outside the industry, go and look at hospitality and how they do customer experience, go and look at uh, tech firms, but how they do software as a service selling, um, consultative selling. You know, you look at outside our market for better ways of doing stuff. And in terms of like these, you know, the industry and what's happening and, you know, these, everything's, everyone's sort of the same, everyone's doing the same thing, right? Um, what would you say is the most different processes, strategies that you've seen develop out of all of this, you know, for recruiting businesses that recruiters have had to do and implement themselves, you know, to, to either better them or, you know, where they're working? Is there anything that stands out that's changed massively? 
Yeah, I think the main thing is people are trying to focus on winning better business. I think we, you, know, you look back and our client bases and everything else, and you think, actually, there's a lot of business that we've been working on in the past. It's just been rubbish business. Mm. You know, you've got clients who treat us badly. You've got clients who change the goalposts, who might give you a job contingently with 25 other agencies, and we get excited about it. You know, all this other stuff, they drive us down the margins. It's their terms. We send through an amazing shortlist of CVs and candidates, and they go, actually, no, we, it's not quite what we wanted. That's what you wanted yesterday. Why have you changed it? Go, oh, we're not really sure. It's just rubbish business. So I think we've had to be more efficient than ever before. Recruiters have had to be yeah. with their time and also who they work with. So I think working on with better business, absolutely critical. We have a thing that we use called a CVI. That's a way of scorecarding customers. It's simple as hell. God, it gets you thinking about actually, why am I working with half these customers? It's just like a waste of time. But yet we still do it for some reason. Yeah. I hope yeah. recruiters will use this as an opportunity to say no more. We're only going to work with customers who want to engage with us properly. We're taking this seriously. If they take it seriously, we will give them the best quality service. They can blow them out of the water. Yeah. But otherwise, it's not worth it. What's your view on the market recently? Because I know that before all COVID, you were really sort of, your a big subject we speak about and hear about was flexible working and businesses needing to implement that a lot, you know, and a mm. lot more, and it was going to be the way forward. And obviously now that is pretty much what's happened, um, you know, which whether it was intentional or not. So how do you feel like the industry has developed towards that? And do you think it should stay this, you know, flexible kind of, you know, mentality, or do you think we need to get back into work? Yeah, so, so there's a lot of debate about this one. This is always a classic, right? So if you're not going back into your London offices right now, you should be fired type stuff. And, mm. you know, it's like, really? Is that really as basic as we've got this now? We're just not getting the point of what's happening right now. I even got accused of someone, someone said to me that you, I'm, I wasn't, because I wasn't going to London, I'm letting all of the cafes and restaurants in London down because I'm not spending my money in London. I said, well, I'm not, but I'm spending it in my local ones here who actually probably need it more. So... Mm. I'm not quite sure what that means, but the um, you know flexible working is is always was always coming. A lot of companies you saw it. Right? A lot of companies are talking more about four day weeks and you know work one day a week, work from home, etc., etc. And it's all a bit of an aspiration and a dream. And then for the last seven months, everyone's been doing it. You know, our, you know we're doing it in a forced way, so it hasn't been a real example, or a real test of how we can do it resiliently. But um, everyone's got on with it. Everyone's done it. People will argue productivity has gone down. It may have. Maybe you weren't managing them as effective as you could have been. Um, maybe you didn't give them the tools to be able to do it. Maybe you didn't have the trust. Maybe they didn't have the skill set. Don't know. Um, I think productivity does drop slightly when it comes to things like collaboration, coaching, teamwork, that sort of thing, innovation, um, training. But I think um, you see an incredible uplift in productivity when it comes to individual performance. And I think that balances itself out. So I don't think people having a five-day work-from-anywhere type structure in most recruitment companies is right. I think that's hard and that's difficult to do. Yeah. I think a company needs to have a base, which is their heart and their soul of their business, where people feel it's their place they can go if they want to. And I think having a hybrid where people spend one or two days a week coming into that place, and the other days they can work from anywhere. And it doesn't have to be work from home. We work from anywhere. Um, and think when they're together the things that you can't do on your own through videos you do then so you, yeah. you're training you're coaching your support and teamwork i also think there's an element i had this conversation with the company this morning about that some people need to earn the right to work from anywhere so people in their first six months if they're brand new to recruitment probably not because they need that need to one-to-one -one support and coaching on a regular basis to prove that you can do it and then you can let go so you know should work from anywhere be um given no i think it should be earned 
Um, but I think it's a great model to have. And think about the thing about what that does for your business. You can recruit recruiters all over the world to work for you. You can um, reduce your costs significantly, you know, in your business. Think about a lot of companies who are pushing people back into London. It's because they got these massive lump, lumpy bits of real estate. They want to feel like it's being used. Enough, and I understand that, and I empathise massively with them. But I think we we could miss a massive trick here if we just try and force everybody back into uh, high rises in London, where whether that's right or wrong, and it's irrelevant what my opinion is, the fact of the matter is a massive chunk of people just don't want to do it mm. because they're scared of, tra of transport, they've created new habits, they quite like the fact they get to see their kids once or twice a week more than they ever did before. Mm. All those things, you know, that's just the reality of what we're facing. So you can force people as much as you want. Is it going to create better levels of engagement and productivity? I think it might do the opposite. Yeah, I'm... Um, bit of a tough question to answer, but I just wanted your, your, your thoughts on this. If you're, there's a lot of businesses out there that are hiring at the minute. A lot of them are unfortunately, you know, not in office and they're all working from home, you know, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, but, um, for, for a lot of these recruiters out there who have never worked in that flexible environment, who are being employed to set up work from home for the first three, six months without any choice. Is there anything you would say to those people that, uh, to, to advise them, you know, how to manage their day to make sure that they're doing things the right way so that they can go in and impress their new bosses and their new recruitment company that they're working for, but without being afraid to tell them that they have no idea what they're doing? Yeah, the, yeah well, I, I think number one, I think the first thing you would do is go to your boss and tell them that you don't know what you're doing, because okay. I think right now is the time to be honest and authentic. Um, and I also think it's time for bosses to show up and basically say, I can't just leave you to get on with it and not give you anything to support you. Um, so I think that's important to do. Other than that, you know, where a lot of businesses go wrong, a lot of recruiters go wrong, especially on a sales point of view, is that there, are, there isn't much strategy and structure in, in a lot of what we do. It tends to be just do lots of stuff and see what comes out the other end. Um, you know, I, I spoke to a lot of recruiters about, you know, show me your BD strategy. What is your sales strategy, your sales machine, the process from why are you doing this stuff on social media, making all this branding stuff that you do at one end. So how does that create profit, penetration of the customer's new business at the other end? Can you show me how? No? Well, then why are you doing it? What's the point? So I think you've got to build that strategy and structure first and foremost. And there's templates that we can give you if, you, if anyone wants to reach out for that. Um, you know, this, this is not difficult. I'm going to reinvent the wheel here. But you've just got to follow a process and a strategy. And then you've got to keep improving the strategy all the time. Now, I'm a massive fan of that concept, marginal gains, you know, about tweaking here to get better output at this end. And I just love that sort of concept. And I think great recruiters are always looking at what they're doing and go, I've got a machine, I've got a process, it works. How can I make it work even better, more efficient, greater output at the other end? But without that, you've got no chance. You're basing everything purely on your, on your, on your heart, on your, you know, your blood, sweat and tears and your passion and that type of stuff, which right now is tricky because you know our, everyone's motivations and passions yeah. are waning yeah. at the moment because it's a bloody weird world we're in at the moment. So if you've got a strategy and structure to fall back on, then if you add the passion to the top of that, you, you're in a, you've got a perfect sort of, cocktail of success yeah um, without yeah. that you're probably missing something amazing amazing james that's absolutely perfect i really appreciate your time on this and anyone that wants to you know have a conversation with you i'll, I'll put a, a note to reach out to you if you don't mind on 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 Please. the social media but also any any recruiters out there that want some help additional information jump on trn world if you need some you know assistance with that just let me know and i'll, I'll redirect you in the right you know place to, to do so and if anyone's looking for work and they're struggling you know, to jump on the, you know, my talent platform and I'll help you out with that as well at the same time. 
you know, we've been very honest. If we can't help you, then we'll throw you in the right direction, no matter what, and make sure that we're doing the right thing. And obviously, that's what Tiara are trying to achieve at the minute, and are achieving very well. So, um, we'll keep supporting that. And I'm sure anyone listening on this will, will I'm sure, would have know know who you are anyway, James. You know, names everywhere in the market always at the minute, which is fantastic. So, but as I said, anyone that's not sure, then uh, just give us a shout, and we'll we'll help out. But um, James, I'll let you crack on with your day. I really appreciate your time, and thank you very much. No, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. No, take care. I'll speak to you soon. Cheers.